0: Where the Lonely Ones Roam by Glimmer Glanger. Read by X Manheater. The prisons in the Palace of Bright Moon were nice enough. Catra took in the sights as the guard captain unlocked the gate, pushed her inside, and then turned to march off. The cell was already fairly full of soldiers, many of whom Catra recognized. She was surprised to find her squad hunched up altogether. They jumped up at the sight of her, clustering around all at once, asking a hundred questions in a matter of moments. Katra pushed them back, rolling her eyes. "'Yes, yes,' she said. "'I am actually alive. I didn't get incinerated by First One's magic. I've been taking care of Adora. She almost died. "'Yes, I suppose I probably could be here to break you all out.' She let them process that, looking around at the other soldiers, all of them looking back with empty gazes. They looked broken.' All of them, beaten, lost. Katra narrowed her eyes. Where is Scorpia? Entrapta? Are they keeping them somewhere else? She did not ask if they were dead. She didn't want to think about it. They're, uh, they're free, I guess, Kyle said, rubbing the back of his neck. Katra turned to blink at him. She said carefully, Did they betray us? He flushed, clear up to his hairline. No, it's... No, they just... Well, they're princesses, I guess. Katra stared at the bars on their cell. The guard had walked away, looking happy to be away from them, the dregs of the Horde Army, the nobodies, the faceless, the nameless faces, the orphans, the lost. They'd been left where the high and mighty saw fit to shove them, while the precious princesses were spirited off. Right, Katra said, flat. Of course. All right, who's ready to get out of here, then? It turned out that everyone was ready to get out of there. It wasn't particularly difficult to cut a hole in the side of the wall and to usher everyone through. Catra had grown up sneaking out from under Shadow Weaver's watchful gaze. Whoever had designed the Castle of Bright Moon didn't have the same sadistic flair. Catra waited until the last of her makeshift crew climbed out of the room, took one last look around, and froze as Adora stepped in. Adora blinked, foot still raised, and said, What? Katra grinned, forcing the expression. "'We decided not to wait around for our trials,' she said. "'I... what?' Adora repeated, as though she couldn't fathom what had happened. She didn't look well. She'd overdone it through the day. But that wasn't Catra's problem anymore. Adora was where she wanted to be. She was up and coherent. She could decide for herself what she was going to do next. "'What? You can't leave.' Catra arched an eyebrow, leaning against the side of the hole in the wall. "'I think you'll find I can. "'I mean, I mean, you should stay.' "'Stay and be tried?' Embers kindled in Katra's chest, in the empty spaces where her rage belonged. "'How dare Adora ask her to stay? "'After everything, how dare? "'So they can execute me? "'I don't think so, Adora.' "'No one is going to execute you!' Adora looked anguished, walking over to the cell door and pulling it as though she expected it to spring open at her touch. The bars rattled. The princesses. Hadra scoffed, furious with all of this, with the memory of Adora walking down to her death, with the opulence at the palace, with her squad being thrown in a cell while the princesses were taken away for special treatment. She snapped. The princesses only care about themselves and their towers. They'll hang me in a second as long as it means they'll be safe. Adora grimaced. That's not fair. Something in Catra snapped. Something that had been straining under the weight of her memories and Adora's injuries. Something that sounded like her mother's screams. Fair? 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 Was it fair when my village burned? With bright moon looming within screaming distance? Was it fair that my mother sent call after call for help and was ignored? Was it fair that the Horde killed them all while Brightmoon did nothing? Was that fair?" She finished, panting. Adora stared at her, both of her hands wrapped around the bars to the cell. She said quietly, Catra, the, the Horde did that. You can't blame... Katra came forward, stopping just short of slamming her hands on the bars. She could still hear the rattle of Adora's breath. No, all the Horde did was show what was already there. All the cowardice and the weakness. The system is rotten to the core, and anyone that is it a princess could tell you that. Adora stared at her, her eyes shining in the light. All right, all right, so things are, are pretty far from perfect. I can see that, Katra. But does that make what the Horde did okay? Maybe the princesses did let a lot of people down. They didn't make the Horde kill anyone. Katra shrugged. The brief hot anger drained out of her, like she just didn't have the heart to keep fanning it anymore, not in the face of Adora's shining eyes. She scrubbed her hand over her face, sloping her shoulders down. I don't I don't know, Adora. At least the horde had conviction, I guess. Conviction? Adora's voice sounded funny and flat. Katra looked away from her, grimacing as she tried to find the words to explain. She wondered when they'd remembered how to talk to one another like this, calmly. She wondered if she'd ever stop smelling Adora's burned flesh in the back of her nose. The Horde didn't... I knew what it was, Adora. I knew Shadow Weaver was a monster, and I knew Hordak was worse. I knew they would have destroyed Etheria. Adora was quiet for a moment. When she spoke, her voice was almost a whisper. And you were okay with that? Katra shrugged, turning and leaning her shoulders against the bar near Adora's hands. She could see the stars through the hole in the wall. I thought I was. Adora shifted, her knuckles brushed Katra's shoulder. Katra closed her eyes, swallowing hard when Adora asked, all naked hope, You don't anymore? I don't know. It felt easy to tell the truth with the bars between them. I thought you were going to die. And I didn't want you to. I wanted you to be okay. But now we're here. And look at this place. Look at the halls and all the food and the magic. And then look down there, where all the normal people have to live. Half of it is in ruins, the other half still smoking. But are they working there? Are they doing anything about that? She scoffed under her breath. It's the same old shit, Adora. They're up here in their towers, and who cares about all the little people down there? Her mother had screamed. She shuddered, pushing away from the bars and walking to the hole she'd made in their prison. Well, I'm not a princess, and I won't stay in this tower and wait for them to look down their noses and decide what to do with me. She turned to look at Adora and wished she hadn't. Adora was staring at her, misery in her expression and in her voice when she asked, You're leaving? Catra looked away from her, down to the squad waiting below, lingering out in the open to wait for her like the idiots that they were. She shrugged, pushing down the knot in her throat. It looks like you're in good hands, she said, hoping she was right. And I belong down there with the other little people. Bye, Adora. She jumped out of the window to the sound of Adora rattling the bars of the cell. The rest of the squad was gathered around on the ground when Catra dropped beside them. They looked small against the looming bulk of Bright Moon, small and scared and young. Their eyes shimmered in the pale light. They huddled together like animals, like children, frightened at whatever was going to come next. What do we do? Kyle asked, clinging to Rogelio's arm, staring up at Catra like she knew all the answers, or any of the answers at all. We get out of here, Catra said, giving in to the urge to look over her shoulder and up, where Adora's outline leaned out of the window. Katra flattened her ears and turned back around. We'll figure out the rest in the morning. Come on.